Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit by Queen Afua. Part 3, The Nine Gateways of Initiation, Chapter 9, Gateway 4, Sacred Beauty. Beginning on page 229, the Lapa. Dress represents a people exactly the way food represents a people. For example, people get into Hatha yoga for body conditioning and for mindful meditation. But it's not just Hatha yoga. It's a practice that also reflects Indian culture. It may not be your culture, but you can dress within that cultural realm. You can eat within that cultural realm. You can recite Sanskrit prayers and chants and experience the same cultural realm. The ancient dress of our African culture base is the Lapa. Lapas come in many designs and represent a wide range of cultural expression. So if you're committed to expressing your African woman self, then it's important to take on the cultural dress that represents us as a people. The more you take on, the more you will feel like a sacred woman wherever you go in the world. Lap your Lapa for simple elegance. Your Lapa may be wrapped at the length of your ankles, your calves, or just below your knees. Step one, separate your legs a few feet apart as you wrap the cloth around you. This is to, so you have room to walk in your lapa. Next, bring your legs together and continue to wrap your cloth around your hips. Step two, when you bring the cloth around the second or third time, your legs are together. Step three, next, fold over the top end of the fabric to create a natural waistband. For reinforcement, add a belt or scarf at your waist, or better, attach a drawstring at each end of the lapa for the same cloth to go around your waist, or feel secure and leave it as it is and go into your day with beauty and zest. Know that you're looking your African best. Step four, you can drape one to two yards of cloth over your shoulders or create a pedsa, a protective sacred garment cosmic dress. You can tune into the universe through color. Coordinate your entire outfit or accessorize in the color of the day with a scarf, blouse, or head wrap. Initiates of the shrine of Ptah organize their wardrobes to reflect the planetary influence through the color of the day. Let this way of cosmic dressing put your life in divine order. Day of the week, and then there's a chart that says day of the week, ruling heavenly body, color, neturu, divine principle, function of ancient principles. Sunday, sun, color orange, neturu, principle, heru, will and determination. Monday, moon, blue, ass, divine mother or divine teacher. Tuesday, Mars, red. Heru Kahuti, warrior. Wednesday, Mercury, yellow, Tahuti, wisdom, power of the word. Thursday, Jupiter, purple, Pata, craftsperson, foundation, creativity. Friday, Venus, green, Het Heru, Neturur, divine love. Saturday, Saturn, red or pure indigo and black. Set. Grounding. 
Families in Africa show unity by the way they dress. You might see all members of the family, husband, wife, parents, children, co-wives, wearing the same cloth or color. So it should feel natural if you and your sister desire to wear the same style or same color outfit at the same time. It's the African way. Maasai men and women show oneness by wearing the same style orange cloth on a body strap. And the Ashanti people are known are known the world over there over for their beautiful kente cloth. Sacred beauty at home. Your entire at home must be pleasing. Your attire at home must be pleasing. You know how we dress sometimes. We slouch around in the worst garments that we own. Things that are too tight or falling off or all worn out. We don't get dressed up for ourselves. We get dressed up for the world. When we're at home, we just throw stuff on. So today you're going to stop throwing things on, keeping a close watch on how your spirit feels when you begin to dress yourself in beauty. It's as simple as finding yourself some special fabric that was beautiful to you. Any kind of material is suitable. It could be cotton or silk. It just takes two yards of material to make a lapa. So you can't say, well, I don't have money for an outfit. Two yards of cloth at $10 a yard and you have a whole outfit. Your mate will love it. Your children will think you've been recharged. And when you look in the mirror, you'll feel good. You'll come home, take off your war clothes and wrap your lapa around you. You'll put your waist beads on and now you're a bush woman. You're an African woman. You're feeling, you're feeling gorgeous. And then if you want to get really divine because someone is coming to visit, you can energize your womb to create a beautiful frame of mind. Next, take those tired old gray slippers and throw them out. I know they feel so comfortable. My mother raised me wearing her tired robe. It wasn't until she got a little cold, older that she started to honor her beauty. There are different times when we wake up in our lives. This is one of them. This is your beauty, wake up time, because you deserve that kind of beauty within and all around you. The body temple is a sacred altar. We have to honor ourselves by dressing beautifully. It's the least we can do in our sacred space, our homes, and for ourselves as sacred women. Beauty for your king. When a woman beautifies herself within and without, her mate is inspired and uplifted. He responds to her beauty the same way we all respond to a beautiful flower. There is nothing more appealing than looking at a beautiful flower, and women are nature's flowers just as men are nature's trees. When a woman is beautiful before her man, she has the capacity to soften his temperament. He is inspired to become more flexible and gentle in his attitude towards life and towards her, his queen, when he looks upon her beauty. A word to the wise, beauty within and without, puts an end to conflicts and arguments of all kinds. When he sees our beauty, he becomes divine by contrast, anger, frustration, and pain dissolve beauty. Outerwear express inner beauty. Footwear. High heel shoes may be attractive to some, but generally they are a health hazard for a sacred woman. 
Constantly wearing high heels can cause lower back pain and or pain to your spine because you are forced to tighten your lower back muscles when wearing high heels. It can also cause a tilted pelvis. For health and comfort, wear low pumps and be sure your shoes are wide enough. African women's feet are known to be slightly wider in general than those of other groups of people. Better still, wear attractive flat shoes. Don't hesitate to wear assorted colors, the latest spring and summer wear, open-toed shoes or sandals. Give your feet a chance to breathe and bathe them in sunlight, which is excellent for their health. Plastic shoes or sandals are a no-no. Plastic straps, plastic traps toxins that need to escape freely through the feet to help maintain the health of the rest of the body. Adornments, the sacred name for jewelry according to Haru Ankara Semaha is Sas, S-A-S. Some women don't wear any. Some wear, women wear a few pieces. Some wear it all. When you use jewelry, it should be for beauty and for a sacred purpose. For example, a crystal necklace is beautiful and it also cleanses your energy field. A purple head wrap is decorative and it also protects your crown from any negative vibrations in the atmosphere. Accessorize with waist beads, silver gold brass or silver wrist and ankle bracelets and neck jewelry made from gems, stones or kairi shells as worn by the Nubian and Watsui women. Waist beads. Since antiquity, African women have worn waist beads around their hips to represent protection, fertility, and the beauty of the womb. It is an adornment of femininity. Among the Saramaka waist beads are given to young women by older kinswomen. They are used only for love making. Only a woman's husband saw these beads. She might even send her waist beads off with her husband as a symbol of her intended fidelity. When, we, when he went far away to work over long periods, after death, they must be laid in her coffin along with the rest of the clothing required for a proper burial. I see waist beads as a form of femininity and grace, a symbol of womanhood. As an African dancer, I have worn waist beads when I danced, as so many tribal women to this day. I also wear rose quartz beads, which I never take off, that were blessed and handed down from my mother. A recurrent item of African female adornment was the Kyrie shell griddle, which was worn slung low around the hips and apparently had protective significance for that part of a woman's body, perhaps because the shell resembles the outer female genitalia. During the time of the Crusades, European women were forced to buy their men, forced by their men to wear locked iron chastity belts. The disparting crusader kept the key to represent his dominance and control over the womb and to be certain that his woman did not get intimate with any other man while he was away at war. A growing number of women living in a European-dominated culture, whether it be African or European or other, have begun to experience a renewed womb consciousness symbolized by the freedom and beauty of waist beads. And these women have healthy womb histories. 
At the same time, the majority of the women today still live a chastity belt existence of womb control and submission. These include women whose wombs are constantly infused by medication to ease pain and to stop discharge. Women who have suffered clitoridectomy, women who have been raped, and women who have had unconscious hysterectomies. I say to these women, remove your chastity belts. It's never too late to heal the womb and to psychologically, physically, and spiritually put on your sacred way speeds for a freedom as you claim your sacred seat. Making your own way speeds. Kyrie shells represent fertility and creativity and abundance. And this is what ancient women wore as a part of their way speed attire. So if you're making your own way speeds, bring your beads in Kyrie shells and bring your sacred thread. It may be purple or white. Everything you touch with conscious intention is divine. While you're doing your meditation and your prayers, string the shells into, onto your waist beads. You may use four shells for foundation. You may use seven for your spirit. You may string nine for completion. You might also want to use beads of rose quartz, which is for the heart. Be as creative as you like. You can put other kinds of beads on it and other sacred stones such as amethyst for healing. You can also add a clasp for getting your waist beads on and off, but it isn't necessary. Headdress Beauty and Spiritual Protection The name for the Nubian African Kemetic Crowns, Ketha Het Heru Designs, is Senu Nusa, which means my hair is protected by Nu. Nu is the guardian of the primordial waters from which all life come forth. The wrapped Senunusa headdress is fashioned from fabric and wrapped into two distinct different styles. The Senunusa crown band is designed to leave the top or crown of the head open to divine guidance. How to wrap your headdress. And it's displayed in visual pictures of how to wrap it. Undergarments. Beautiful undergarments are as important as your outer garments. Wearing a foundation of beautiful garments underneath your outer attire reminds you of your own inner beauty. As with outerwear, choose the appropriately colored undergarments to enhance your particular purpose while wearing them. For example, choose red for fire, energy and power. Choose blue for peace, gentleness, quiet, and spiritual empowerment throughout the day. Choose green to intensify the rejuvenation of the womb. Remember your mate will also appreciate your beautiful undergarments. The color and fabrics you choose can increase passionate lovemaking or support your commitment to celibacy. The choice is yours. Your garment should be porous and light so that your vaginal area and breasts are able to breathe. Use cotton, silk, or satin for these fabrics. Add circulation. Tight garments around the breast can cause discomfort or constriction, which in time can support the creation of cysts or tumors. Beautiful skin the natural way. Methods for internal skin care. Drink two to three quarts of pure water every day. 
Take weekly enemas to keep your colon clean. Maintain two or three bowel movements daily. Eat okra for velvety skin. Eat greens and drink juices from live greens two to three times a day. Take 500 milligrams of vitamin C two or three times a day. Keep your blood pressure. Eat absolutely no dead flesh. Beautiful skin care, the body scrub. Once your skin has air dried after your bath, try the following four step system. Step one, make a scrub of organic grits, cornmeal and oats, one fourth to one half cup of each mixed with one to two cups of distilled water. Add juice of one lemon to mixture. Scrub your body in a gentle circular motion with a loafah. Step two, rinse off the scrub without soaping to take a sauna or steam bath to sweat out pores to increase circulation. Step three, rinse first with hot water and then with cold water. Step four, Massage your body with castor oil and or olive oil and or oil containing vitamin E for smooth, radiant, healthy skin. Or try the Edgar Case-inspired almond oil from the Home Health Products Company. This skin rejuvenation process should be done at least three times the first week you begin this beauty regimen. After that, do it once or twice a week for maintenance. Affirmation. The sun is hidden in your face. My deeds experiences my deeds experiences pain, peace, successes and emotions are all recorded on my face. I now light the way through my life with a radiant glowing face. Pure in thought and pure in deed. My face expresses a life of good deeds and blessings now and forever. A natural facelift in seven steps. This will give you healthy, a healthy skin radiance. Step one, steam your face for five minutes. Lean over a bowl of freshly boiled water and cover your head with a towel that is big enough to surround the bowl. You can add dried flowers and herbs to the water such as rosemary, chamomile, elder, flowers, lavender, rose petals, lemon balm, and myrrh. If it gets too hot, give yourself a few seconds in the cooler air, then go back under the towel. Two, make a mixture of one tablespoon organic cornmeal, two tablespoons organic oats, and the juice of a half of a lime. Add enough hot water to create a paste and allow it to sit for five minutes before using. Apply the paste to your face and neck area, starting at the neck, massaging it on with on with an upward motion. Let the mask set in for a few minutes after scrubbing, then rinse off. Step three, apply Queen of Fu's rejuvenating clay, represents Asar, the resurrected one, or use black mud from the Dead Sea or red clay available in health food stores. Avoid the delicate skin around the eyes. Allow to dry for 20 to 30 minutes Take this time to meditate and repeat the clay vow affirmation below. Step four, rinse off gently, first with warm water, then with cool water. Step five, lie down on the slant board or with your legs propped against the wall at a 45 degree angle. Relax and let your face air dry. Step six, apply fresh aloe vera gel straight from the plant 
or vitamin E oil to your face. Step seven, sunbathe in the rays of raw for 15 to 30 minutes. Do all sunbathing early in the morning or late in the afternoon, never in the full heat of the sun from 11 to 3 p.m. The Clay Vow Affirmation from the Mud Woman Clan. As a mud woman, a woman of the earth, and of the divine spirit, a devotee of the clay movement. I give thanks and honor to the mother side of the creator. I offer this vow to the great earth mother, to earth, who nourishes, nurtures, and heals us through the power of the land. As a mud woman, a devotee of the clay clan, I vow to use clay daily and holistically to beautify my body temple I vow to use the earth as a source of drugless therapy to draw out all the oils, all the ails me to enhance my true radiant beauty. And here ends the reading on page 235.